Ooh, the sunshine, on the water so fine. Ooh, see the waves fall. Don't you know the wind's offshore? Don't you think it's time to raise a toast to the crafty beers of the Sunshine Coast? Yeah, crafty beers. Hello, lager lovers, foam funksters, and malt maniacs, and welcome to another episode of the only podcast about craft beer on the Sunshine Coast. We like to call it, in pursuit of happiness, you can too. Well, the Sunshine Coast is the craft beer capital of Australia. The last time counted, the number of breweries operating on the coast was about 20, and a number of those breweries are expanding at a huge rate. The craft beer scene here is vibrant, and it's growing. In this episode, I have a yarn with Christian McGarry from Your Mates. Now, talk about vibrant and growing. Probably too modest to admit it himself, but your mates, in fact Christian as well, they're the epitome of the local independent beer scene. Laid back, cheeky, natural and just great fun to be around. So grab your thongs, your towel, slap on some sunscreen because this one is a beauty. Here's me and Christian McGarry talking about your mates in pursuit of happiness. Ooh, the sunshine on the water so fine. Christian, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> what is your What is your association with uh, the Sunshine Coast? I'm uh, one of the founders and the head brewer at Your Mates Brewing Company. We're a craft brewer here on the Sunshine Coast. Oh, we know, we mm-hmm. know, because you're right up there. You are you, you're a flagship. Let's not get anybody offside. You are a flagship of craft brewing on the Sunshine Coast, and we are the craft beer capital of Australia. So, so congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We're a punch it above our weight, that's for sure, for a, a small community and a um, bunch of small breweries here. Were, were you in Caloundra? Were you uh, were you in the Sunshine Coast? Were, were you in Noosa? Where, where'd you grow up? So I actually grew up in Brisbane, did a bit of travel in my early 20s. Yep. I was a primary school teacher and thought, why the hell would I be living in Brisbane when pretty much got the most beautiful spot in the world, as far as I can tell, an hour up the coast. So I applied for a job up here, got one up in Mullaney, taught for a couple of years um, and then met my current business partner, Matt Hepburn, and gave it all away for the dream of making beer for a living. (laughs) How did you meet Matt? We were friends of friends. I had a spare room in my little beach shack that I was renting as a teacher in Moffat Beach. Yes. And we just clicked instantly. We're very different people, which is, I think, part of the reason that we run our business well together, but we kind of share the same values. Isn't Moffat Beach a little uh, thriving epicentre of craft beer when you think of Moffat Beach Brewing as well? Before Matt and Shaz had their brewery there, I used to DJ at their cafe on a Sunday um, with my vinyl record collection, which I literally lived tripping or stumbling distance from their spot there, their cafe. What we street did you live in? On the corner of um, Seaview and Roderick. Oh, my goodness. So yeah. Just uh, where the pedestrian crossing is yes. to the fishbowl, fish and chip shop. If you, if you know Moffat Beach, it's just up your place was up the hill from that zebra crossing right there. It was the, the one on the zebra crossing. Oh, right Oh, Yeah. You're yep. on the corner. Right on the corner, yeah. Boy, oh, boy, what that's a, a that's place. That's spot, mate. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> Causing all that strife. Uh, yeah, yeah. Some uh, some loud nights there, um, especially back in the day when we were um, we were running test batches and inviting all the crew over on a Friday, so we could just get through the the homebrew. Back then, you could really only call 
call it. Yeah. Or a cat you could probably call it as well. <laughs> um, but all the mates, they said, how does it taste? Free beer. They loved it. They loved it. But in hindsight, with how far we've come, like that's 10 years ago now, yeah, yeah. what we've learnt and the quality of beer that we're, we're putting out now is yeah. in another realm altogether. Not cat's piss anymore? Shit, no. Let's try some not. Let's try some beer. Well, uh, this is the one. This is the one that we actually that I learned how to brew, kind of developing the recipe of this beer. So we, I say home brew. We weren't home brewers turned kind of pro brewers like a lot of like a lot of the craft beer industry was. Yeah. Matt, Matt and I just l- fell in love with the product. Right. Uh, we were both beer lovers from way back, and then suddenly this beer with craft beer, beer with flavour, turned up. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Cheers. Beers. And this beer, Larry. Oh, hello. Ale. Hello, Larry. It's um, it's selfishly designed to be Matt and I's ultimate session beer. Oh, oh I don't give, I don't care about you. It's my ultimate session beer. That well, is, it's it's funny. We that is beautiful. We brewed it for ourselves, but luckily we found a few other mates that um seem to enjoy it. <laughs> eh? So he got voted number three most popular beer in Australia last year in the Gab's Hottest 100. Christian, how can that happen? Craft beer poll. How could that happen for a small brewery on the Sunshine Coast? How can that happen? I get asked that all the time. I think it's a testament to the Sunshine Coast, the community we've got here, the community that have really embraced craft beer here. And we put a lot of effort into raising awareness for that vote, but people aren't going to vote for beers that they don't like. And, yeah, we really think that Larry's got a lot of support here on the Sunshine Coast. For those of you, dear listeners, who don't know what we're talking about, I bet you do, by the way, the Larry Can. Larry Can. This is another little nice plan. That was one that we didn't even plan. Like, there's no, like, Matt, my business partner, (laughs) likes to kind of, he's he's the marketing guru. He looks like a spivvy marketing guy, doesn't he? He's a marketing guru, but, like, lots of these these things like Larry Can were just (laughs) Just beautiful mistakes, you know? (laughs) Well, Larry Can, you will know it. It's a can that doesn't take itself seriously at all. The most prominent feature of it is a caricature of a chap with dark hair and a dark beard who, look, is reminiscent of you. Everyone has a mate like Larry. It's 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 written on the can here. Everyone has a mate like Larry. Everyone He's- knows a Larry. He's a summer loving party shirt kind of fella in his element at the beach or a barbecue. Larry's always frothing. He's your larrican mate. Yeah, he, everyone knows someone like him. He's always up for a beer. He loves to have a chin wag. He loves to be down the beach outdoors at the barbecue. He's just always there for you. Well, that's my Jimmy Pritch. That's I got a mate like that. That's Jimmy Pritch right oh, yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, nice. Isn't that lovely? Uh, why is that? Why is that? Forget if we can separate the beer from the the can at the moment. Why is that can so well known? Why is the can? So yeah, well why known? is that picture so well known? That um, that picture, I see that picture of that can in the most unusual places. Yeah, I don't know how. Like we we don't know how it's kind of connected so well with people. I mean, we saw like we saw a bit of a gap in that. Like all of our mates, kind of, they just didn't get what is craft beer. He uses like all these weird words like double IPA, yes, and Imperial Stout, and even pale ale. Like what's a pale ale? So that's why we've got the the characters on the on okay. the cans. That's why we use the big bright colours and kind of we want people to know what it's going to taste like before they before they actually have a swig of it. And also we want it to be not so intimidating. It's we want, not intimidating. It should it? craft beer sometimes 
it's a bit of a um, secret club, but we want, we want it to be shared to everyone. Who's your artist that does the caricatures? So Lachlan Olive, who's uh, who was a Moffat Beach local. He used to work at The Pocket um, just down the road from us as well. Yep. He's up at Noosa these days. but um, He's yeah. made it, has he? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your commissions, he's That's, made oh, it. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, moved sure. up in the world yeah, to Noosa. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's all Noosa now. <laughs> That is so wonderful drawing. It, it, it's, it says it all. The variety of the beer is on there, but it's not obvious, is it? It's a pale. We're yeah. drinking a pale at the it's moment. It's a pale ale, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's uh, uh, full of flavour but easy drinking. That's yeah. a kind of – I'd agree um, with that. That's the the brief on that beer. We've got nice tropical fruit, Queensland flavours, you know, pineapple, mango, um, passion fruit, but it's Moorish. It goes down really yeah. nicely. I think sometimes people think that all craft beer is really heavy and you can only have one. Yeah. We not, designed this beer so that you could have more than one. Is um, it important to find out what percentage it is? Yeah, four and, four and a half percent. Do you have it on there at all? Is it on Yeah, the yeah it's on there. It's not important though, right? Obviously. It's um, in small print somewhere on there. Right, okay. Okay. When you uh, first started this, jur- this journey you're on, this journey that you're on, <laughs> uh, it, it, did, did you realise that you needed to do something professional straight away in that get a big brew site? Oh, yeah. We had no money. We had not a cent to our names. Like I had a buddy... $20,000 personal loan for a shitbox old um, <laughs> BA Falcon wagon, which we don't absolutely- knock, Don't we knock had, the BA. Come oh, on. yeah, yeah. It carried many, many kegs throughout its life. But, yeah, we so we came up with the recipe. Like, we, we came up with the idea that we're going to start a brewery. Very naive of us. How hard could- You know, the thing we always say is we sat there in the garage at Moffin Beach, yeah. like- having a couple of knockoffs after after work saying, how bloody hard could it be to start a brewery? <laughs> Ten years later, um, the answer is pretty hard. A lot of work, but we wouldn't swap it. We wouldn't change for anything. We'd pinch ourselves to be doing what we're doing. But, yeah, we spent about 18 months learning how to actually start a business, what how to get an ABN and how to, how to make beer, first of all. Matt and I kind of really quickly split into the two areas of, like, the kind of business, marketing, sales department, and then I was just – I got right into the brewing side of things. Yep. Just kind of took to that really naturally. And yep. it took us, yeah, a good 18 months to come up with something that we were proud enough of to serve. And yep. by that stage, we'd given up our, our day job. So I was a primary school teacher yep. and Matt was a um, project manager. Yeah. And um, – so we, we both quit those jobs and started working at a bar that Matt's brother actually owned down in Caloundra called Drift Bar. Oh, right. So we got beach there on the water. What a beautiful venue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the only place the sun sets are um, over the water. Yes. Beautiful place down there. Okay. Such a hidden little secret there on Pummerstone Passage. Yep. Yeah, we just we knew that like hospitality was going to be a big part of our business and we didn't. We didn't have any experience, so yeah. we, we jumped in. We started picking up glasses and kind of worked our way through all the jobs so that when we did start our own venue one day that we could kind of understand the jobs and roles that were involved in it. Um, were you getting a vibe on what people were drinking too and what and they yeah, were choosing? Yeah, we, we, we kind of took over the, the craft beer menu there right. and um, the, looking after the beer taps and, um, yeah, eventually put that pale ale, which we didn't – we knew it was going to be called Larry, but yep. we weren't exactly there with the recipe at that stage. So. Uh-huh. It, it works. So, uh, so we just call it the Your Mate's Pale Ale. Okay. And then – because, you know, we went from 50 litres scaling up via contract brewing. So we we didn't have any of our own equipment at that stage because obviously we had no money. So we used to go to other breweries, say, here's the recipe that we come up with. We need... Thousand liters brewed. That's risky. Yeah, yeah. Especially um, the first the first batch 
brewed was basically like five times as bitter as we wanted it to be because <laughs> scaling up a, a, a small batch recipe into a big a big um, system it doesn't work like it's that. It's not linear, unfortunately. Oh, and, right. Uh, we we went up to um, Baffle Creek is the own Baffle Creek Brewery, which is a um, a German fella relocated from Bavaria. Yeah, he looked at the map of Australia and worked out. He was from from an area where <laughs> there was like 300 breweries in a 10-kilometre radius, so he wanted to find a spot. There was no other breweries. Well, so. there's no other breweries in Baffle Creek. There's nothing in and Baffle Creek. you know what? Creek. There's also no people there. So um, <laughs> unfortunately, so, yeah, they're not there anymore. Um, but Bert was like the real deal in terms of a German brewer. Right. He'd been brewing since he was like before he could drink. Yeah. We drove five hours up there to Baffle Creek and his little old Queenslander like on this big property and he comes out wearing his car keys and his sandals, his rosy cheeks. Yes. We had sausage and beer for dinner and sat around the campfire while he just topped up this um, smoky dark beer all night yes. and we just fell asleep holding our glasses and he just kept topping us up. He was an absolute legend. And then 5 o'clock next morning, he's banging on the pots and pans. <laughs> okay, boys, now we brew. And off we went. Matt and I spent most of the day just leaning up against kegs trying to um, trying to keep upright and trying to keep our breakfast down. Um, but he was like, this is the this is the recipe you want to brew? Yeah. And we said, uh, yes. Yep. Didn't really offer us any kind of advice on it. Yes. And, yeah, so we that first batch of, like, 10 kegs, which was like our life savings. Yes. 10 kegs is kind of, you know, at the moment we are, we're kegging 200 kegs from a, from a batch at a time at the Goodness. moment, but 10 kegs back then was everything. was everything that we had. What and was the cost involved in that? Well, it would have been like $250 a keg or something okay, like that. So, so a couple of grand. Yeah, a couple of grand, which for us was everything. Like everything. So we kind of had to... We had to pivot and kind of uh, work out how we were going to use those beers, and we used those beers, and some of them sat around for a while. But yeah, we 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 got through that. And like, it's it's funny those those moments back in the day, whilst there wasn't as like you know compared to now as much at risk, they were like make or break moments, you know, where we had to just go, okay, we've got to make a decision here, we've got to do something, yeah. uh, otherwise, like that's it, that's all of our money kind of gone. But we've learned a lot. It's been a really kind of steep learning curve so we contract brewed and just kind of reinvested all the money into into making more and more and more beer till we could uh find some people who were willing to um believe in us and put some put some money behind us and um help us build the the brewery that we've got now which was our dream brewery uh my boy loves surfing he's a surfer he's 26 now he's not a boy but when he was growing up i was uh, involved parent and that meant that I went to surfing events that he competed in and so I became a surfing judge and the highest points you can earn on a surfing on a wave when surfing is just after you take off because you are at most risk of falling over and not getting any points at all Mm. where if you do a trick at the end of the at the end of the wave well you know the pressure's off you had a good wave and that's exactly what you've described just then is that that was all or nothing back then it was only a little bit but it was every single thing you had that's it that's it and it's just uh snowballed and snowballed and snowballed until uh yeah 
We've had a couple of little adventurous moments along that ride, um, one of them being whilst the Shark Tank show was still on. We were oh, the, yeah, sure. We were the only brewery to ever go on there and pitch our business to the Sharks. Righto. Yes, which is a, a once-in-a-lifetime. And Now, uh, why did you do that? It was at the time where we were kind of ready and we were looking for that investment. We, we actually got an email from the IBA, which is kind of the Brewers Association here in Australia, yeah. um, saying that the Shark Tank had reached out to say that they were interested in Interested in seeing if there's any businesses in the brewing industry that keen to pitch. We, so they just threw out an email to to anybody. Yeah, to all the all the all the and breweries. you guys responded. And we kind of went, oh yeah, well we we half filled out the application. Yeah, we were just that busy at that stage. Like there's still just the two of us running the brewing business in the day. And brewing night, extremely bitter beer. <laughs> yeah, well, by, by that stage we kind of we got that little teething issue out of the way. Learned that lesson really quickly. That's one thing. You make a mistake, you only make it once. That's, that's right. Our motto. Yeah, we do it right because we do it twice. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. So at this stage, we had a little pub, a little bar up in Nambour yeah. underneath the commercial hotel there called the basement. Oh yeah. So we were running that at night, right? Um, and then running the brewery during the day. Okay. So that's know, hectic. I don't know how many hours we were working at the stage, but like it was, it was a blurry time. Yeah. Right. Um, but we we filled out half filled out the application and they, they got back in contact with us saying hey hey we like like what we like the story let's 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 fill out the application we got through the whole process went and did the pretend pitch and all right um, and were not successful <laughs> and then they had someone pull out the last minute and ring us up said can you be can you can you be ready for the show in two weeks yeah shit yeah we can yeah let's have a crack. What's it going to take? That's it. That's it. What's the worst can happen? Uh, I must. I must look up ten play and, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, see so, that episode. So that's it. Five minutes on the show. Yeah. But it's like an hour and a half of filming. Right. The most intense part of it was um, they filmed us walking up to those doors. You know, <laughs> they open the doors right and up. we walk in. Yes. They've only got two cameras. Yes. Like you think it's a <laughs> big production. Cameras. You think it's a big production. They got two cameras, <laughs> so they're out the back and they're getting us to walk up to the door. <laughs> Up to the door, and they go, okay, this time you're going to walk through the door. The doors are actually going to open. You're going to walk through the doors. X marks the spot. You stand there. All the sharks are going to be there in front of you. Yeah. You've got to give us about 10 minutes, five to 10 minutes, while we run the cameras around and get in position. <laughs> so you can smile at them. You can walk, look away. You can but try you're there. intimidate them. Ah. And that was one of the most um, – Awkward five minutes and and very long five minutes oh, of, of our life. So yeah. yeah, they were pretty intimidating to start with. So did you? Did, so the object of Shark Tank is that you pitch your ideal to these very rich people who are successful business entrepreneurs, and they say either no, we're not interested, or yes, we'd like to fund you and and be a part of your be business. In investor. What yeah. happened? So we came down to two the two guys who we knew were into beer, right. Steve Baxter and um, Glenn Richards. Oh, so, so your idea was was liked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We we had already been pitching for people to invest. Yeah. So we felt like we knew our business very well and yep. knew our numbers and like we'd done every like we're still just the two of us working in the in the whole business. Yeah. And yeah, we cut down to those two. They kind of made a, a kind of off the cuff offer, which the night before Matt and I had sat down and said, Okay, well, like, yeah, we can't be on the show going, Oh, are we gonna is that are we gonna take that offer? Right. Uh, so we decided our best number. Yep. They they didn't match that number. Yeah. So we said, 
thanks, but no thanks, guys. Um, oh, gutsy call. Cool. They offered us some, uh, like a little session of mentoring yeah. um, after the show, yeah. which was uh, which was really good as well. What was the number they offered? They wanted um, they wanted sixty percent of the business for for the money that we were asking for. And what was the money? It's on the oh, table. It was like seven hundred and fifty grand, I think we were asking for at that stage. Yeah, and that was just like, too we, much. Too much. We bled for this business. Yeah. and put everything. What like, would you have taken? Forty percent was our. Was our number for seven fifty? Yeah, yeah. At that stage, yeah. Gee, that's close. It's close, but it's control. That's like, very, that's, that's very gutsy. Sixty percent was would they would be in control of our business, and right. we just we worked too hard to, yeah. to give that up to, okay. to to someone else. No matter how much that they could offer the business, and yeah. arguably, I think that. We might not have, and I think Matt and I are very proud of the mistakes that we've made in building this business. We, yep. We're the first to admit we're not perfect, but that has enabled us to learn how things work and what not to do. That's a lovely is, saying. Which is the most important thing when you're when you're in a in a business. I think is uh is is like you can be told what not to do, but if you actually experience oh, yeah. it, then oh, yeah. you know oh, yeah. do not do that again. That is uh yeah we're we're very proud of the mistakes that we've made. That's that's really that's really nice. On that note, let's have a let's crack a macca. Macca. Tell me about cracking a macca. Cracking a macca is this is the ultimate fishing beer. So my business partner oh. Matt has a huge passion for the outdoors, fishing, boating, four wheel driving. He's um He's, he's a Sunshine a, Coast boy. He's by a Sunshine sounds. Coast uh, born and bred uh, old Hepburn. Yep. A bit of a well known um, surname on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, that's right. So he's been here forever. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's um he just found out his great grandmother actually was born in Nambour. Wow. So like that's that sunny coast blood right there. And it, it, do you think that that counts in what you're doing? Because these cans are quintessentially Sunshine Coast as far as I can see. They're, they're bright, they're cheery, they don't take themselves too seriously, but yet you know it's professional. Yeah. You know it's the real deal. A hundred percent. Like it's And like the cans and the brand, we don't take ourselves too seriously, mm-hmm. but anyone who knows me and the production team, we take beer. We take the creation of quality, flavoursome beer very, very bloody seriously. So, and 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 the proof is in the pudding, ladies and gentlemen, because that is the first macca I have cracked ever in my life, and it is a you know a, a beer is a beer. I love drinking, mm. so I I love beer. I'll drink a bad. This beer. This is a traditional beer. This is, but this, this is, is like my wife would just love this. She would enjoy this. You know, it's just so. Uh, can I say the word quaffable for the first time? Oh in the podcast? yeah, yeah, we love a quaffable. <laughs> it's it's so quaffable. We give that one hundred quaffables, <laughs> and it looks like a beer too. It's yeah. not hazy. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's clear. Yeah, and it takes me back to uh, you know, it's simple, pro- a yeah. simple, simple pleasure. That's yeah. that's what beer is. You know, that's what we've always loved about beer is like. We take the beer and the flavour very seriously, but it's about getting together with your mates, having a beer and socialising. And those are the that's the positive. It's the it's the it's the lubricant that, you know, provides those experiences. You imagine, makes them memorable. Imagine going for a big walk along the beach, maybe going for a swim, something like that, and then getting home or just open up the esky mm-hmm. and uh, get your beach chair out and crack a macca. Uh, I don't think I could be happier. Or um, spending a, or having a big fight with a Spanish mackerel or a tuna <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, there you go. Getting it in the boat, <laughs> right first on. fish on the boat and cracking a macca. You can't, 
can't crack a beer till you got fish in the boat. Punching out and cleaning up. That's it. Um, so you've now established yourself. You've decided not to go with these boffins from Sydney on this uh, TV show, <laughs> and, and you've decided, nah, we're going to leave their seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars behind. Yeah, and we're going to continue on this journey of ours ourselves. What happened next? We used that publicity that the show kind of gave us to, you know, let people know that we were we were in the position that we were. We felt like we were ready to make that jump from contract brewers because, you know, there was no profit in that. There's We were paying as much for the beer to be made for us as what we were selling it for. Where were you selling it? Just here locally on the Sunshine Coast. To um, outlets? Yeah, to, to bars, venues, bottle shops. You didn't have your own setup. No, we had nothing. Well, we had that little venue up in the up oh, in yes. So we that was that was kind of our unofficial tap room. <laughs> what have you got on Taffy? Oh, we've got Larry. Yep. We've got Larry. Yeah, we've got Larry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, because <laughs> back then as well, and we've always we've always been slow to release new beers because you know a lot of. Craft beer is, I know I love it as a brewer and as a craft beer drinker is loving that the variety, oh, yeah. the spice of the freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's always something new to try, something yeah. different to try. Yeah. But and so a lot of breweries come out with six, seven beers, and they're always brewing new, different styles, yeah. and that's exciting. But yep. because, like, I wasn't a professionally trained brewer, we wanted to make sure we do one beer, do it right, yep, and then we move on to the next beer. So, like, we we only sold Larry for like the first three or four years of of the business, and then introduced Donny, which is our um, which is our dark ale. So oh, we yeah. just had a, a pale <laughs> ale and a dark ale. Donny dark ale, nice and simple. Yeah. Yes. So there, we finally got to that stage that we could. We were confident enough as well because that's the most important thing. Is like it's all well and good to have that investment, but we we had to be ready yeah. and confident that we could do. We knew what we were doing with that, and so yeah, we found what interestingly one of the bits of advice that the sharks told us yeah. is they said look for one investor, one one big one who can do it all. Oh yeah, don't take on. 13 mum and dad investors. Righto. They, okay. They said. Yep. So you know how many investors we got? <laughs> 13. 13 or 14, yeah. <laughs> but we have- Who are these shark, we shark have, people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, whatever they say, <laughs> do the opposite. Uh, that's what we've done. We've got such an epic crew that have gotten behind us, and they're people who are friends, extended family, people who literally just saw me and Matt and how hard we were working down at the bar at Drift Bar and yep. seen what we'd achieved with nothing yep. that they were happy to, you know, instead of putting a deposit on that second investment property, yep. throw 50 to 100 into this business and, and see what happens. Yeah, so, right. Mind your deposit on a second investment property on the Sunshine Coast would have been a good thing boy, yeah, a couple of years know. back, wouldn't it? <laughs> 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 ah, the power of hindsight, <laughs> we would have bought every single bloody place on the Sunshine Coast, wouldn't we? So you've got some real salt-of-the-earth Sunshine Coast people now involved yep. in this in this thing, yep. and you're going to set up your own joint. Yeah. So um, we found a site in uh, Warana. Yeah. So kind of halfway between Caloundra and Malulabar there. Yeah. It's, an, it's an industrial site, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. A thousand square metre um, shed. All of our friends and family walked in there when it was empty and said, how the hell are you guys going to fill this place? You guys are out of your minds. And, I mean, even us when we first walked in there, we thought, holy shit, this place is massive. <laughs> Three years down the track, we're chockers. Like, we cannot move down there. Like, we've fit extra tank after extra tank after extra tank. Production team, we're working over the top of ourselves yeah. um, trying to get achieved what we what we need to in that space. But 
it's been an amazing change for the business. So once we had that site, we had that tap room that you could come and visit and see the tanks. It really, it legitimized us as a brewery. We weren't just a brewing company anymore. We were an actual bricks and mortar brewery. To have that home just changed the business tenfold and, and the growth just came really quickly through that. It sounds like it had as much an effect on you as on, on your customers. Yeah, definitely. It's just nice to, I mean, like when we were contract brewing, we didn't, we were all over the place, just having the same place to go every day to work um, was just brilliant. And like, you know, when we first, so we, we went from Matt, myself, we had a part-time salesperson at the end of 2018. And now in three years later, we've got 45 full-time staff. Gosh. So we've like- yeah. We've got such a good team there and we've really learned what what an amazing tool and what an amazing part of our business, a good team. Like we consider them all all our friends, not our employees. Yeah. And it's been a steep learning curve because, you know, we've gone also through COVID oh, yeah, in that right. experience as, yeah. as well. And for a for a couple of young guys who haven't gone through all that HR stuff before, mm. um, yeah, we again we had to learn pretty quickly and and, and really the, the thing we've taken out of that whole COVID experience is just, you know, how important our team is and yeah. and we're we're so lucky to have a solid team that we've we haven't lost a lot of staff in the last few years and they're sticking around and we're hoping to have them have them with us for the long haul. Why is the Sunshine Coast so important to this this story of yours? It seems to me that the Sunshine Coast is intrinsic with what you are doing. It seems to me as though it's symbiotic. Yeah, I think that the timing that this kind of beer revolution has come about on the Sunshine Coast is really in line with Sunshine Coast really coming of age. And, you know, I always think about, before we started this business, it felt like most people thought that if you needed to, if you had ambition or like we're a bit of an entrepreneur on the Sunshine Coast, you had to go down to the city. You had to go down to Brisbane, Sydney or Melbourne where there's opportunity. But, you know, our business and the craft beer industry, as well as a lot of other industries here on the coast have shown that, no, we don't have to leave. The Sunshine Coast has opportunity if you make it here. And I think that the community on the Sunshine Coast is really proud of that. And they're so, so stoked just to have all these businesses representing them and and they show it in their support. Really, we really are the craft beer capital of Australia. Twenty one breweries for the Sunshine Coast oh, region. Per capita, it's it's incredible. It seems to me as though craft breweries have the ability to plonk themselves in a community and the community just to grab hold. It becomes a community hub. Like we have, we were talking about it just the other day in our tap room. It's like 200 capacity. We've got a, a kitchen there. So you get lunch and dinner Tuesdays to Sundays. We've got our playground in there as well. It's the most like family friendly vibe that, that we've seen in a venue yeah. here on the Sunshine Coast. And it and it's, and it's replaced the pub as that kind of, Place where the community comes together, where young families meet up and catch up on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon. Kids can go play in the playground. We haven't had any kind of incident with intoxication or violence in the entire time that we've been there. Yeah. Like it's, we kind of get quiet like at that kind of 9.30 yeah. time of night and yeah. uh, people go to those other places that cater for that. The more colourful places. Well, no, your place is colourful. That's the wrong term. But it's certainly it's a it's a clean, light, bright environment, isn't it? We yeah. always wanted it to be like our beers, not intimidating, welcoming, 
We didn't want you to walk in and feel like the bartender was looking down their nose at you. Yeah. We wanted it to feel like you were going into, pardon the pun, but your mate's place. You know, it's it's one of your mate's houses, and that I think we've I think we've nailed it on the head. Yeah. And um, it's just again, it's just selfishly the kind of venue that Matt and I would like to go to. We're very lucky in that you know there's no kind of like I said there's no marketing. What do you call them? You know when you get the, St- strategy or you know like where you get like market research and get the people in to see yeah. what they think and yeah. like really analyse what where's the where's the gaps in the market. Yeah. We just do the things that we like. We market to ourselves. We're the, we're the people that we're trying to sell our beer to. We're the people that we're trying to get to the venue. And yeah. luckily that's resonated. Your mates is a great name. It, it really is. People still get confused, which is fun, I think. Hang on. No, my I don't. My, none of my mates have a brewery, which is almost strange here on the Sunshine Coast with 20 of them. Everyone's got to have at least one mate that, that's run a brewery these days. But, yeah, it's a fun name and it really just um, just fits what we're about. We know what we're trying to do and it's, we're not trying to complicate it. We're just trying to um, make good beer that's full of flavour, easy drinking yeah. um, and spread the word. I don't know when you're hearing this, dear listener, but you've just announced expansion and I'm talking massive expansion. Just give us a quick touch on this massive expansion you're I mean, talking about. I mean, again, it's... Like, this is a primary I, school I, teacher from the from, we're talking about who uh, ten years ago was teaching kids at school who was wasn't even home brewing, and now you're going to say this. Well, I mean, I feel so lucky to be able to do what I do, yeah. to have the opportunity to even have a crack. Like Matt and I have been so lucky in our lives, and again. I don't know how the hell we've gotten this lucky, but the shed directly next door to the shed that we've got at Warana yeah. has come up for lease just recently, yeah. uh, 2,000 square metres, so twice as big. And, like, we were looking for another site. We were looking down in Caloundra. We were looking up in Coolum. You know, there's not a lot of real estate here on the Sunshine Coast. No, because everybody wants a piece of it, don't they? That's yeah. it. And for us to find the perfect shed for our, <laughs> our expansion, our growth, Yeah right next door to us is just unfathomable. So, yeah, we moved uh, – we got the keys in June yeah. where we're cutting up the floors at the moment yeah. and um, this is going to – you know, this next stage of the brewer, the expansion is going to give us the ability to expand our reach, you know, get uh-huh. us all the way across Queensland, which is our number one priority is, is getting these beers around Queensland because we just think that that's our backyard and yeah. that's like who we represent and, and, and who we connect with. Um, we want to saturate Queensland before we – before we um, even think about going elsewhere. But, you know, the the site next door should give us the ability to go even further than that. A taste of the Sunshine Coast throughout Queensland with this latest expansion. We haven't even got on to the third sample that you brought us, which is uh, Sally Ginger Beer. Oh, Tilly, uh, Tilly. Sally, we do have Sally. Yeah, we're you probably Sally? mixed up um, that. that. That's why you might have said that. Um, Sally's our IPA. Ah. Um, our big, bold Six percent IPA, righto. But this is Tilly, the ginger beer. We haven't even touched on her yet. So four percent. Uh, this one. This is our kind of festival drink. Tilly's a bit of a muso. She's got her guitar in her back there. Yeah, yeah good time festival beer. This one is righto. Christian, uh, your mates uh, leading the way on the Sunshine Coast in the craft brewery industry. Thanks for being a part of this. We might share this off air. What do you reckon? Sounds good, mate. Thanks for having me. And yeah, we're super proud to be a part of this. Uh, amazing industry here on the Sunshine Coast. We really truly believe that it's the craft beer capital of Australia here. We're making beer that's as good, if not better, than anywhere else in Australia. And we're doing it in one of the most beautiful spots in the world. Cheers to that, mate. Whoa. Yeah.
Thanks for listening to In Pursuit of Hoppiness, made possible by Visit Sunshine Coast. If you want to learn more about the great craft breweries in our region, crack the top of the Visit Sunshine Coast website and look for Australia's craft beer capital. And if you want to listen to more episodes, you can get them there too.